0: welcome to couples becoming intentional i'm carrie i am john and here at couples becoming intentional we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts welcome to this week's episode of couples becoming intentional happy thanksgiving we hope you are taking some time today to spend time with loved ones and eat some yummy food so along the lines of thanksgiving
1: oh i just got why we have this subject
0: (laughs) oh my gosh
1: Uh, makes sense talk about generosity when we're talking about thanksgiving because it's thanksgiving and that's what you're oh wow i love
0: you so much I love you so much.
1: It dawned on me.
0: Yes. We have our like episodes mapped out for the rest of the year. And I think now you're realizing actually why we were doing them on specific dates. <laughs> yep. I love it. Anyway. Um, so we're talking about that. We're talking about cultivating a generosity mindset and just how practically we can be generous with one another. Dad. <laughs> dad. Nope. I am a father. Huh? John has a dad joke <laughs> to share. And I will read a review, and then we'll dive into the episode.
1: I have a joke about chemistry. <laughs> oh, great. I don't think it'll get a reaction. So I'll go on to the next one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What concert costs just 45 cents? Nickelback. 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. Ah, That's a good one.
0: That is a good one. Okay. And a review from Tessa is a good friend of mine. This podcast is already going on my favorites list. So excited for the launch of this and every good thing to come from it. So thank you, Tessa, for your five-star review five-star rating and review. Make sure you can actually go ahead and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and you can leave a rating on Spotify. So if you are a Spotify listener, you can go ahead and give us a five-star rating over there. And uh, let's dive in to talking about cultivating a generous mindset. Can we dive in first about the the reasoning that this is so important to us? Well, I mean,
1: like anything, like anything, like everything um it gets its importance because like this is god like this is from the character of god this is who god is like god was so so generous with his love that he sent his like his son jesus to die on the cross for us and fun fact paul actually he makes it more related when he's talking to the corinthians he um he relates how giving money mm-hmm. so we're not just talking about generous Giving of money, we're also going to be talking about our energy, our time, our time, right? Generosity is important because Paul, um, well, Paul makes a point that Jesus became poor, even though he was rich, and so that so that by his poverty we might become rich. And we can find this in Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse eight, and he's which says like, "I'm not saying this as though I was issuing an order." A matter of putting their enthusiasm and your own love side by side and making sure you genuinely pass genuinely pass the test. For you know the grace of our Lord King Jesus. He was rich, but because of you he became poor so that by his poverty you might become rich. And um so he he is framing this within that like okay these Macedonian churches are poor. Like they have very little money yet they are willing to give money to the Jerusalem church because they were in ex- extreme like poverty extreme um like there was a famine i believe going on in the time and so they needed money so they could get by and um by placing the why we should be giving generously into the framework of the gospel of the good news of jesus it's um not a optional kind of like Oh, like once I have money, I can start being generous or, Oh, once I am blah, 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 then I can be generous. Well, no, it's Jesus. The, the reason we are Christians or are able to follow Jesus is because of Jesus's generosity towards us. And that should motivate us to be generous with our time, our money, and our, and our energy.
0: I love all of that because it really just brings it back to the point of why we do this. And it is coming back to like the we give because he first gave and reframing it to ultimately all of this is Jesus's and to be a good steward of it is to not hoard it. And I think that's where this, the inverse of it, the scarcity mindset comes in of I may not have enough, Mm -hmm. so I need to keep it all.
1: Yep. Which, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine.
0: Yes, which could be a trauma response. So maybe go to counseling to work through some of that kind of stuff. And just recognize that, that the I think the biggest reminder for me through this is that the Lord does provide abundantly. And abundantly is a different definition for every person. But the Lord is the provider that is part of his character that he does provide and he does meet needs. And if that is one of the things that's holding you back from being generous with your time, money, and energy, then I would really go before the Lord and talk to him about this and ask him to begin to renew your heart in this area. Because I think one of the things as we look to what is to come in just the world that we live in right now is that people are hoarding, people are taking stuff for themselves and only focusing on themselves. And if we as believers are going to be set apart, then we're going to be giving generously when it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And just being an outpour of that for
1: other people. I, I think so often we get wrapped up of like, well, it's it's my, I made it, I did this for myself. Like I got here by my own hard work. I str um, Strapped it myself and I like it's the american mindset it doesn't matter like sure you'd put put hard work in but if there's someone needy in the church like provide for their needs because like i was just realizing this in the past week there's a greek word it's called de, it can be translated as righteousness or it can be translated into justice the idea is that like okay God's righteousness is given to us by him dying on the cross like um, theologians call it the imputation of his righteousness and um, when we are given his righteousness, like we are given right standing, we're given equal standing with with Jesus so we are co-heirs with Jesus we are a child of God like what, these wonderful like promises, wonderful phrases, different titles that we're giving given the beauty of it is that like our part is to give justice to other people Mm. because like what justice is is finding those people that are less than finding the the widowed the orphaned the the impoverished impoverish and raising up to equal standing with yourself because circumstances have it where like yeah could be their their own stupidity it could be things well beyond their capabilities So, like, we need to find those people that are less than because, like, God has given us such abundance of abundance. Like, He didn't need to give us what we have.
0: Absolutely. So, we're going to dive into just some practical senses of this. Like, how do we, how can you, or how can we actually cultivate this kind of mindset? Um, One of the ways that we do this personally is with our money. So in episode nine, we talk more about how we actually like live on a budget and doing finances as a couple. So you can go back and listen to that episode. Um, one of the things that has been just such a beautiful thing, um, I think I incorporated this a year and a half, maybe two years ago, of when our side business really started to take off. I created a separate fund, like a separate savings account in our bank system that was called, um, like it was a separate giving account, like a blessing account. And I would put a certain percentage of our like side hustle freelancing money into that fund. And I of like saved it up and used it for supporting things outside of our normal tithe to our church. So this has been like supporting different missionaries. This has been supporting different camp ministries.
1: Also just like random people that are like yes. need, have a need within the church. So like one woman needed a set of tires because, yes, and she couldn't afford it. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, like here's a lump sum of money. Yep. I'm not going to pay all of it for you. Like, you need to find other people because it's not just like we don't want to be that one pit stop yes. of generosity because then they won't keep asking. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you have to find that like I'm not going to give it all to you, but I'm not going to give you nothing. It's not right. like an all or nothing kind of just yes. de- like deal. And so you got to find that like discernment, right? Mm-hmm. Like the main thing as a Christian.
0: Yes. And just being able to use that money for just different things that you, the spirit's really prompting on us to be able to give generously. Mm. Um, so like a really great example was last night, we took our kids to pack Operation Christmas Child shoeboxes and taking toddlers to the dollar store and telling them they can't get anything and we're shopping for other people was really challenging. And I remember in the past, like my mindset around that would have been like, I don't think my family can afford to even pay the shipping for operation Christmas child, Mm. let alone even paying for these boxes and like past Carrie, when I was in high school, like I organized my grades youth group to be able to make shoe boxes and we pulled everything together. I saved up money to use the shipping and we did 20 boxes as like, I don't even know what grade I was in, like grade youth group and and then to like switch my mindset to be I I can't afford this so like I'm not going to do it to now coming into like the other side of it of wow like I will find a way we we had the resources to be able to do this and I just like It was such a beautiful thing and as hard and frustrating as it is like shop with toddlers who don't understand that they're not shopping for themselves to be able to start that young for them Mm. of like, we're actually doing this because there are kids who won't get Christmas gifts and you're getting Christmas gifts because mom and dad buy you Christmas gifts and they don't have like the abundance to be able to do that. So we're going to be able to bless them with Christmas gifts through this organization. So I think that's been like one of the biggest things for me personally is being able to just watch my humbleness when it comes to money because money is such a big uh, motivator for me. I want more. It's a big, like it's a working progress of an idol for me.
1: Well, right. It starts off as like a motivator, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's how what gets you out in the morning, right? Like to actually work. Um, The thing about motivations though, is that it can get skewed Yes, and it gets put to the point of of um idol like Mm -hmm. it becomes your idol like for me like i want comfort Mm -hmm. and so i will skew it so that everything in my life is (laughs) comfort and Mm -hmm. that's not a reality you can't you can't make everything about comfort right Mm -hmm. or you can't make everything about money right that's where like workaholism comes from that's where working seven days a week comes from Mm -hmm. like i think that's the beauty of a sabbath practice or a shabbat practice is Mm -hmm. that realizing you're not the one that makes the world go around
0: Right, exactly. You
1: work six days and then the seventh day you just stop. Mm -hmm. Like realizing that God did that. God didn't need to stop. Mm -hmm. And um, he still took that seventh day off and made it holy. He set it apart from the rest of the six days.
0: So along with that is our time aspect of it Mm -hmm. is being able to be really generous with our time. So, in episode 12, we kind of talk about this Sabbath, letting go of the hustle mentality. So, you can go back and listen to that one after this where we had like we're at a point where we're laying down what are good yeses and what are not great yeses or like mm. what is the best yes for our family and we can only do that and we can only have that when we have margin to say yes to new opportunities to say yes to being able to be there for people to be able to support them through different seasons to be able to spend time with people we can only do that if we're living our life with margin because nobody wants to hang out with a person who's like oh I'm sorry I'm busy all the time like right. I'll circle back with you after the holidays like I cringe every time I hear that because I just like my heart breaks of like you're not enjoying and being present and being here. I mean, that's an assumption on my end, like for the season. And you're just putting something off instead of living your life with margin and being able to have that flexibility.
1: No, know I had a realization a couple months ago that like if we are living with our mar- with margin, usually like if we are rushed to get to one thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, all right, we have our Google calendar just filled with to the brim of like events. If something unexpected comes up like an emergency room visit or just like someone saying hey do you have five minutes like either extreme right we become irritable we can become, become angry we become things that are not fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. just plain and simple and um like to become people of love people of hope people of faithfulness like all the good fruits i think that's like an essential step because mm-hmm. like People who are not rushed, people who can take time to be present, people who are ready to say yes if there's an emergency and are not like freaking out about anything. Those are like good quality people. People that are like Jesus, Mm -hmm. who's who wasn't like. I think right, we like to call Jesus like the friend of children. I think children are like the most the biggest interrupter of our schedules right Mm -hmm. of our like this is my plans for where i want to be in five years or like this is what i'm going to do like or trying to take your kids to go anywhere Mm -hmm. like let's do like a day in a in a day of being a parent like the biggest fight is like please hurry up right Mm -hmm. like hey i'm trying to get out the door put your shoes on put on your jacket what are you doing with that like you don't need to do that right now that will not help you get out the door and you're like one like i think there's way better ways of like doing it but like i think that shows us like we're rushed and we're not our best selves when we are rushed
0: so then the last area of how we actually do this there's multiple areas but the last one that we're going to cover today is um cultivating a generous like heart mindset with our energy Mm. and I think this was the biggest realization reading At Your Best by Carrie Newhoff. We talk about more of that in our resources and lessons and top books that we learned in episode six. And I know that when request, like I I know for me that I will be my best self like in the morning and then eventually my energy just dwindles and dwindles and dwindles. So if I'm going to show up and love people well and be able to be there for them. I need to take control over my energy so that I can actually best show up for the people around me. So I can love them best. So mm-hmm. I know if I'm going to be the most loving person, I'm going to reply to a message in a loving way earlier in the day. So that might mean I'm sending sending emails later or sending messages like later than in that moment because I know like I'm just pooped <laughs> from the day that I'm not going to reply as my best self. So. Um, that's one of the big things with me is being able to also be generous with my energy and being able to allow the interruptions and be able to mm. give give of
1: myself. Right. Like not just using your best period of time mm-hmm. for your main motivation, right? Like I'm not gonna just allot my whole morning to my work mm-hmm. because like it's important, right? And work makes the pays the bills. But like people is what we were built for, right? Like mm-hmm. to be in relationships and so if you can give uh, a quality like a quality time that could be used for something else that's good it's going to, it's going to produce m- more like a uh, better fruit a that like, because that is a better thing to say yes to yeah like for me i think it's like my energy kind of peaks around one mm-hmm. because I, I slowly rise i don't like mornings and then i like falls off a cliff at three Mm -hmm. and then I get my, and it slowly builds back up until like 10 (laughs) at night. And so I feel like I'm constantly in like in a yellow zone because I don't really have much energy. And then with that, like I'm not always motivated because I have lack of energy. Um, I think that's just like how I am built. Like I don't think there's anything wrong in my mind or anything. I think it's just realizing that, that's, that's where i met. at. I just have a, a body that doesn't always want to cooperate with my mind and my <laughs> emotions. I realized the other day that, like, as a type nine on the Enneagram, I am so disconnected um, from my body, right? Like, I'm, I have high intellect. I have high emotion because that's how God built me. Like, I can really think, rationally think through something. But then on the other hand, like, I'm really, um, emotional sometimes and so like these kind of like are playing back and forth but then I forget that it like I'm an embodied person like God created all all of us as embodied creatures and I forget that I have a body and that like severely limits me in my like of my energy and so like I'm finding the practices that best bring me back to bring me back to realization like I have a body I should treat my body like God's temple not like a temple like because that would be more like you are a temple and <laughs> you are you're perfect no like I'm God's temple this there's, uh, there's the spirit of God residing within me and um so like realizing that like how can I take care of my body the energy that my body provides for me um in a holy way in a god give honoring way in a way that like will be for the best so the practices i'm finding are like like sports like disc golf is such a embodied sport because you have to like listen to like your body directs where this disc is gonna go and then also like getting massages this is where i like realized this is that we're getting couples massages this past friday and i realized oh like i'm thinking like for this whole hour i'm like processing through things, but then it's getting like pushed into my body because like they're massaging my back. And so then I'm like, oh, right. There's stress there because of like being a parent or because of this or because of that. And so yeah, I think it's it comes back to recognizing how God how God created you and then using that energy because we don't always have energy for God's glory, for God, for others forgotten for others right that's
0: right that's gonna wrap us up for this week's episode of couples becoming intentional and just to recap we talked about cultivating a generous mindset and how we do that practically with our money our time and our energy and next week we will see you guys in the next one when we're talking all about fun date nights and date days we'll see you guys in the next one see ya Thanks for listening to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. As always, if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email at jcvhouse at gmail.com or you can send me a DM over on Instagram at kerrydako. We'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast. And as always, if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode, feel free to go ahead and send them the link And if you love this content, we'd love to be able to hear from you. So go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcast.
1: Until next time, we love you and we appreciate you. See you guys. Bye.